<laughs> I like this a lot. I'm your host, Eli Halpern. And I'm Mike Eaton. And today we have a special guest, Casey Rocket. Hi. I think I speak for most of the Austin comedy community when I say you're one of the, Jesus Christ. The thing just fell. You were. Keep going. You're Stop. Let's go on. Did you flail your arms? Did you get excited? Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm a disaster today. <laughs> Trying to give Casey a good intro, and yeah, you're over here knocking shit off the walls. I need my hat. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Casey's incredible. Continue. So yeah, you're fucking dude. You're one of the best comedians I've ever seen. Thanks. Honestly, man, I've been in the scene a lot. Like when I first saw you, I was on a bunch of psychedelics as well. Oh, good. And I was, I was laughing so fucking hard, and I was like, I was inspired by you too. Yeah. You just brought this energy that I was like, I tried to bring a similar energy. Just like be like wild and everyone just got scared. Didn't really work. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you at uh, the Hilton show at Bianca's show. Yes, and yeah. I got there like a few minutes before. I wasn't planning on even going out that night. I was pretty hungover, and uh -huh. Bianca was like, "Hey, our headliner had to drop. Can you come through?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll come do fucking twenty minutes at a hotel. That yeah. sounds fun." <laughs> and when I got there. I saw that it was like 30 open micers and then like three audience members and then like people talking at the bar. And I was like, oh, they're not going to want to hear this at all. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to deal with this group of people? And so I, I'm like, all right, I'm up next. And I pull my phone out to go record. And then she calls you up. And I was like, oh, I guess I wasn't next. All right, let's see who this guy is. And I'd never seen you before. And you destroyed so hard, <laughs> I could not fucking breathe in the back of the room because it was so different. Uh, and I was saying this to Giorgio before you got here is that you, you're not doing like traditional stand up comedy, like, let me tell you a setup premise joke thing. You're just being hilarious. And it was yeah. Like, Fuck. And you, you absolutely buried me. I did 10 minutes and then got out of there. I was like, no one wants to hear jokes after that. That was funny. When I'm doing it, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, you made me want to quit comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, it is hard to follow cuz it's like well, I say everything I say is nothing of substance. I'm saying nothing. I'm talking, I'm not saying anything. So then it's hard to go up there and try to say anything legitimate. <laughs> I have a girlfriend and they're like, "What is it? Is she a worm?" You know, like people don't you can't translate from like 10 minutes ago going like, "What if worms can scream?" And then <laughs> the next comic's like, my car payments do. The audience is like, that doesn't. Why don't you drive a worm, bitch? Yeah. Everybody's already on board with the worm stuff. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Well, did you used yeah. to do traditional stand up? I did, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I started out in South Georgia doing, like, I guess I was trying to do, like, one liners, like uh -huh. Stephen Wright or whatever. Okay. But I was really bad at writing jokes. I was so bad for They're so hard. long. <laughs> and, and but I used to wear uh, like a costume for like the first 4 years I did comedy. The first 2 years I wore jean jacket and jeans every time. So it was like a Canadian tuxedo. Awesome. And then when I went to Boise, I was like it's time for a change and I wore a big blue ski jacket for like 2 years. Jesus. Uh, it seems so dumb in hindsight, but I did it like hundreds of <laughs> <laughs> times. 
just me. Oh God! I'm the blue yeah. ski jacket guy. Him. And it, yeah, it didn't have anything to do with the act or anything. Okay, so I cool. don't know. I was about to ask, like, was there a thought behind it, or you were just like, "This is my look." It's just how I thought comedy was. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I thought everybody dressed up. I used to wear a grimace costume on stage too, a lot, like oh, twice a week. That's awesome. The purple guy from McDonald's. Oh no! Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I fucking know. Way ahead. Where did yeah. you acquire that? Because I've actually been looking for one. Okay. After someone told me that I just looked like grimace, <laughs> <laughs> just in general. Okay, let me get a look at you. You're good, man. No, you're good. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. My my ex girlfriend sewed it for me. Um, oh, can you get back with her? Yeah, I so still have I, it. Okay, I brought it to Austin. I oh, can nice. really use it. Yeah, it's in storage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, when I got I first moved here, I'm living in my car, and I got a storage unit, and I was like packing all. Uh, you know, I only brought one car's worth of stuff here, so everything else I left. So, like, this is my most important possessions in the world. <laughs> and it really makes you think, like, when I was putting the stuff in a storage unit, it was like, okay, Grimace costume. I had, like, two mannequins. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, I threw away, like, <laughs> like family pictures. and started to, like, bring this. What does my dad look like? Oh, yeah. I got this mannequin, though. Yeah. What are the mannequins for? Uh, my grandma, I don't think my grandma understands what it, I do uh, in comedy, understandably, but like a couple when I first started, she was like, she bought me these mannequins, uh, <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she was like, use them in your comedy act, and I was like, how? <laughs> but now, now that I understand comedy a little bit more, I was like, I'm sure I could use them. <laughs> like it has come full circle. I was like. If I threw a mannequin in there, everybody would be like, you lost me at the mannequin. I'd be like, okay, this is normal. <laughs> That's inc- She was like a comedy savant. She's like, I know what you need in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthright. Yeah. <clears throat> That's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. So you yeah. moved to Austin, what, a month ago? Yeah, like a month and a half ago. Awesome. Uh, you were in Idaho before that? Yeah, I was in Idaho, and I uh, I was in Idaho for three years, and then I started comedy in Georgia, in Atlanta. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. A lot of black rooms? Yeah, in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And I would I was wearing the jean jacket and all that. So yes. Yeah. It was good. Black rooms, they'd like me. And yeah. Black, yeah. Dude, your comedy's like pretty universal. Yeah. It does translate. It, it yeah. doesn't like offend anyone. That's true. Yeah. But the thing is, anybody over like 50 years old, there's physically almost nothing I can do that will make them laugh. Once I start doing like, there's nothing I can do. (laughs) If people watching the podcast, I'll have to watch a clip or something. Cause what I'm saying about my standup makes no sense. But (laughs) you know, when I start hitting them with the, (laughs) (laughs) the crabby, um, old people fucking hate it. (laughs) (laughs) They hate it. So like we were talking about hosting before we started recording. And when I would host, I get on there, do some wacky shit, fucking give it up for John Bonet Ramsey, and then <laughs> like or whatever the fuck, give it up for Jar Jar Blinks, and the old people would get this look on their face, like, like you, you, you better stop, <laughs> you better tell a joke. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, I dude, I I never do well with old people either. Like, yeah, anybody over fifty. Because my stuff, they're just like, why are you so crass? You don't have to swear. <laughs> Do you know about Jerry Seinfeld? Did you, know- <laughs> you think old people would be, be the most 
crass because yeah you guys did all the wars yeah <laughs> <laughs> y'all did hella wars yeah. you ruined the economy <laughs> yeah you remember the war on drugs that's your fault <laughs> fucking idiots and now you're mad because i say fuck and pussy <laughs> dude i was i was listening to like a history of comedy book and they were talking about like mm-hmm. the origins of like blue comedy and when people started swearing and the first guy that got in trouble for swearing on stage his name was bs pulley and his opener was, BS doesn't stand for Boy Scout, stands for bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and people would go insane. Just for that sentence, like they would lose their fucking mind. I would give all of like all of the money in the world to put you in a time machine and show you to a crowd in the 20s. <laughs> that would be awesome. Welcome to fucking crab. And they all just start weeping. Yeah. Like, it's all get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I think a good cult would get started on that one for sure. Yeah, there'd be some followers. So this was way before Lenny Bruce, BS yeah. Pulley. Yeah, yeah, That's way before. Dude. Oh man, yeah, Lenny Bruce apparently just loved heroin. That was that was a big <laughs> part of his life and selling yeah. it. He got kicked out of a lot of comedy clubs because he would go there and sell heroin from the lobby, <laughs> and then they would be like, "Hey, stop selling heroin." He'd be like, "I'm Lenny Bruce. <laughs> I like to sell heroin." <laughs> Whatever, cocksucker! And everybody goes crazy. And he yeah. goes to jail for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he died from heroin. That, yeah, he overdosed in a bathroom or something. Yeah, he did, and then he got famous. Afterwards, which, yeah, which is where they—that's my plan. People didn't yeah. like him very much during life. I think that is a good arc for you. You always like people don't like me. They're gonna love you when you're dead. <laughs> Yo, know, saying I should go plant a sign that says "Giggle Boys" and then just kill myself, just self-immolate. Yeah, like the Vietnam protests. I was yeah. thinking of a great way for suicide. This came to me this morning. I was like, if you go into a restaurant. And you order a dish, and then you just say, like, I said no peanuts! And then just, wow. <laughs> like, just any kind of, say it's an allergic reaction, and you had to shoot yourself. That reminds me of Nick Swartzen's yeah. who, the, farted who farted. Yeah, yeah, seriously, who farted, yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. You gotta, you gotta come up with something else. No, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> an allergy. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a food. I don't care if it's a hack way to die. <laughs> yeah, the cops are whispering, you know, Swartzen. Yeah. Like, 2007, I mean. <laughs> How would you kill yourself? Me, uh, like realistically. Way. Oh, in a funny way. Okay. Yeah. Realistically, <laughs> practically. Pull out my notes. Yeah. Tall For- cliff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what. What would you do? I'll think about it. Uh, I would jump out of a helicopter into a music festival with a grenade attached to my stomach and head, and then pull them, and then splatter the entire crowd with my guts oh hell yeah <laughs> there'd be a grenade in your head uh, next to it okay i'm holding two <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could probably just one i need a third for the legs i think just one c4 in the belly button oh yeah because like that much explosion then you're just a fine mist what if i just land and i'm just i'm a top half and carterize the wound perfectly yeah. <laughs> i just have to live like that and i realize i want to live <laughs> but i have no legs <laughs> or dick i'm eli no legs helper <laughs> welcome to giggle boy and a half <laughs> it fucking it blows your dick off but not the whole dick it takes like three inches off your dick do you still have <laughs> that's a dick? the whole dick yeah. yeah so my dick would only be 12 inches yeah <laughs> <laughs> What a nightmare, man. Yeah. I, me and my friends used to get really stoned, and we would laugh about something like, 
it's similar to the Swartzen bit, but we used to do this like, I don't know, we were always stoned when we were teenagers, but the idea is like you jump off a building in front of a huge crowd of people, and then right before you hit the ground, you make like a really weird noise, like, <laughs> and then so, so like you splat, <laughs> and then everybody's like, once the initial shock like subsides, they're like, oh, wait, why did he make that fucking, what was that noise? Oh, yeah. Fucking like, like right before. We used to get a good laugh out of that. (laughs) Dude, I I looked up. So after I saw you, I was like obsessed with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, like, this is the funniest. How does this guy exist? This guy's so fucking funny. I looked up on YouTube and I found you have like a five minute video. It looks like I assumed you were like driving to Austin. Okay. And there's a full moon. And you're oh, okay. The blood talking moon. about the blood moon's milky nippies <laughs> <laughs> sucking on its eternal neck. Oh, the old I blood moon. I also watched that. <laughs> <laughs> His BS and laughed very hard. And my wife, like two minutes into it, was like, "What the fuck are we listening to?" <laughs> and I was like, "Babe, stop!" I'm and like then... crying, laughing, and it's like 44 views, and I'm like, "The world needs to see this." Yeah. It is really long, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Where were you driving? <laughs> it's a, it's like a collection of Blood Moon. I made it over the course of like a year. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like my magnum opus. Like. <laughs> I thought it was one night. <laughs> no, it was like it was like once a week for like a year. Uh, <laughs> here lies Casey Rocket. The moon had sweet, tasty nippies on my fucking <laughs> epitaph. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know how it started, but yeah, it was like when the moon is big, I just start yelling at it or whatever. <laughs> You're like a wolf. Yeah, but look at those big poppy milkies. <laughs> Daddy want to suck. And, and the internet now, this <laughs> Daddy want to taste. And the internet now is very mommy's milker uh, heavy. Yeah. Like that's a popular dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> In the zeitgeist, but this was this was two years before that, so I was way ahead of the mommy's mo- moon milkers. There are some funny ones because I would riff them, and so I'd just like I'd start recording like here we fucking go, or when I wouldn't really pump myself up. That'd be so fucking. You gotta nail this take Come of on. blood moon, yeah. uh, and then you just basically running theme talk about how I got boobs that so you want to milk it. Yeah, was that on Snapchat? Uh, it was on Instagram live. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever, nobody ever like, you know, people can comment on your Instagram live. Nobody yeah. ever said like, that was funny. I just, <laughs> <laughs> no one ever was like, <laughs> no. Oh, cool. Funny. <laughs> I'm here from yesterday when you yeah. did Molly Milkers. <laughs> They're just like, I guess we'll watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I actually recently got in uh, trouble by my girlfriend for commenting mommy milky on a girl's photo. It is funny to say. It's hilarious. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm with you there. Have you done a lot of psychedelics? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, acid, 2CI, mescaline, mushrooms, all that. I haven't done half of those. The yeah. 2C family is so strange to me. It is weird. It's, it's like I've had universally bad trips with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I also have fallen prey to this. Every time I go and read about it afterwards on Arrowhead, it always says specifically, like, don't take too much or it'll be bad. <laughs> and I always think, like, well, I'm a big boy. I can take too much. You got to double down. Yeah. And yeah. the first time I did 100 milligrams of 2CE, 
and just had a nightmare oh God. for about a, lot. a day and a half. What is th- how many hits is that? So the guy brought the powder and he was like, put like uh, 10 milligrams of this into the cap and take it. Uh-huh. Whatever you do, don't snort it. So me and my buddy each <laughs> were supposed to take some and then he bailed. So I just took 50 milligrams in a cap and was like, oh, let's God. see if it does something. Waited an hour. Nothing happened. So I touched it and it tasted just like bad Coke. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's why he said don't snort it because then I'll know it's bad Coke. So I snorted the rest of it. Oh, no. And then about 30 minutes after that, uh, things went very south. And it was essentially everything I wanted to happen as soon as that thing came true. It was the worst ever. Like, I was like, God, man, if I could just see my friend Sean, I'd feel a lot better. And then Sean got back. and I was like, I fucking hate Sean. (laughs) Sean fucking sucks. Sean's the worst. And then I would be like really hot. And so I would like strip down to my boxers and I would just be like shivering. Like, what the fuck is I'm so fucking cold. And so it was like that. And then I finally got to a point where I was like, oh, this is what happened is that uh, I died. God's real. And that the guy that sold me the drugs named Moses was the devil. Oh, no. And so the devil was like, oh, you like drugs, silly boy? I was 18. And so he <laughs> gave me drugs that would kill me and make me permanently too high and uncomfortable. <laughs> so the only way through was to kill myself. <laughs> so yeah. I went to the roof and tried to jump off. And I, I was still like a football player at the time. So I had like six guys restraining me from jumping <laughs> off the roof. And I'm like, let me kill myself. <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, fucking move. <laughs> they, they finally get me down. I'm like, all right, I'll get off the roof. And then I tried to break into the gun locker. And oh, then uh, and then they subdued me. That's already a better story than killing yourself over a peanut dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that actually happened. That's fucking wild. Yeah. So yeah, so two C oh. drugs scare me. Well but I, I think heard... you did way too much. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've like I've had that happen too. Like one time I got really drunk like a couple years ago and I did I had like half a gram of ketamine and it was like <laughs> six in the morning and I was like, I don't want to go to bed. I'd take a trip. And <laughs> I did a little bit. And when you're shit faced, like at least me, if I don't get immediate reaction, I'm like, it's not working. <laughs> yep. And I blew a half a gram of ketamine <laughs> and ketamine. You're supposed to do like, like a key bump will like, uh, like fucking <laughs> it'll like K hole your ass for like an hour. Yeah. And I did like, 40 key bumps at once. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as I did it, this is how, this is a good sign for psychedelics or a bad sign. Like when you take too much and it immediately starts working, you're like, there's no come up. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> What's the come up going to be? Yeah. If this is right I'm now. here. Yeah, I'm already here. And my girlfriend was sleeping in the other room and I did it and I, it was like two seconds. I was like, oh shit, I got to get out of here. <laughs> if she finds me, she's going to be scared. <laughs> You know, my my first thought was actually like, before you trip, you normally think like, oh, this is going to be fun. And as soon as I did it, I went, oh, shit, dude, I'm about to relive some trauma. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I'm going to start thinking about like stuff that I've blacked out of my brain. Like, it's going to get sad. That's where the K-holes lead to. (laughs) Repressed memories. (laughs) Oh, God. And I ran out and it was like six in the morning. So the sun's coming up and I went and hid in the stairwell. (laughs) And this is like an apartment complex. So there's like, we live next to like 10 people. And I sat like crisscross like a, What's that movie, Annihilation? Have yeah, you yeah. seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Before he does the frag, the, the phosphorus grenade. <laughs> it's just like that. That's a funny reference. And <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. It's obscure. And I like sat there and I just blackout hallucinated for like six hours. And eventually she found me and uh, it was 
It was fine, but it was, <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah. I had a girl leave That's... my house because I was, she was sleeping over, and I guess she like woke up and I was just doing ketamine, and I was like, "Who are you? Where am I?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "What the fuck?" And let, that actually happened twice with two other girls. Uh, I stopped doing ketamine. Yeah, dude. All you need as a proof of not doing ketamine is just to go through your texts. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, while yeah, you're dude. This motherfucker. There was like a week where he just loved horse drugs, uh-huh. and, and so at, starting at about two a.m. to about five thirty in the morning, he would have full conversations with himself <laughs> <laughs> through text with me. The old night shift. Yeah. <laughs> He's working overtime. <laughs> Money never sleeps. <laughs> He would ask a question and then Chain answer it in, in like sense. two paragraphs. <laughs> like what? I, every text I'd be like, "Oh, this is a good one." Yeah. <laughs> and the next day I'd be like, "What the fuck? This is this is worse than drunk texting by so much." I'm oh. just saying nonsense. And then I got a friend who started doing ketamine, and he started texting me a bunch, and I, that was what turned the corner. I was like, <laughs> "I can't be this guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that friend." <laughs> it's not fair to my friends to put them through that. Yeah. What were you like? You were texting him like philosophical things or like just nonsense? what he thought were philosophical yeah. things, but they weren't at all. <laughs> and it would be a lot of joke premises. Uh huh. But like Eli's jokes all center around, you know, bestiality, rape, pedophilia, suicide, drugs. That's not uh, true. Not all of them, but most. Uh, some are about his mom fucking his friends and not him. You know? <laughs> but. So it oh, would be God. like setups for that, but they wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> like, well, dog rape's funny, right? But also, if a dog can rape, <laughs> you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like... Just incomplete sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> yeah, trying to write jokes on like something like ketamine. So, can the horse fit in the closet? And then you wake <laughs> up and you're like, what the fuck did that mean? <laughs> I get a lot of, uh, like, as I'm falling asleep, I'll think of joke premises. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got to write that down. And then sometimes they're like, I'll remember that till the morning. And, and <laughs> but I keep my phone next to me, so every now and then I'll write it down. And I wrote one down last week, completely sober. Just wrote down, like, having ADHD is like playing baseball, and you're in the outfield. <laughs> I was like, oh, this one's going to get them. <laughs> I woke up from a ketamine trip once, and I just had in my notes, ketamine is not a social drug. <laughs> That's all I came up with. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do you still do drugs? Uh, I try. I try not to. I did do some ketamine recently. So when I when I moved here, I try my. I have a really bad drinking problem, so I try not to drink. Is my big thing. Sure. Um, when I when I moved here, me and my friend did. We brought some ketamine from Boise, mm-hmm. and we. It was like a Thursday night, and we were like, "We should go explore the city." And we, and again, ketamine's not a so like that's <laughs> stay inside. Yeah. But we live in our cars, so it's like whatever. Like we have no home. Um, <laughs> and so we did some ketamine, and we were walking around downtown. And the classic thing happened. He was like, "We should like redose or whatever." And I was like, "Okay." And then we both did way too much, so we just got fucking zoinkoed. And we're walking by the UT campus. Yep. <laughs> Just a K-hole on wheels. Like, fucking, <laughs> you got baby leg or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> you do the fucking ketamine walk where you're just, like, battling shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Every time a car passes, the light is, like, a like an immersive, like, life. To... <gasps> you, <gasps> you, like, lose. <laughs> you lose. <sighs> it's like an orgasm for the brain. Yeah. <sighs> oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> you're standing in the middle of the street. Yeah. They're coming in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> and we're walking by UT, and we could hardly walk, and we hear this screech. We both turn around, and this car uh, sideswiped another car and then ran directly into a telephone pole. And we're both K-holed, and this happened like 10 feet away from us. And my buddy, my buddy, he's like super like into health stuff, and he immediately starts Win Hoff breathing. So like... <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the special breathing and i didn't understand what was happening so i thought that like the trauma of the accident like broke him like, Derek! <laughs> Derek! <laughs> oh no <laughs> first them now you <laughs> um <laughs> and he went like yo dude like after he was breathing for like a long ass time he went dude should we help them and i was like how are we gonna fucking <laughs> help them? We can't help ourselves. Man. You should have tried. Yeah. I would love to have gotten an accident. You see two guys come up like, <laughs> there would be a third bystander. Yeah. The third party's like, we saw this car get in a terrible accident, and the two baby-legged men started assaulting him. Come here, motherfucker! Yeah, we get, we How get dare him. you hit my lamppost? He was my best friend. <laughs> we went to the police academy together. <laughs> oh man, God damn! Yeah, drugs in public are fun. I'm a fan. Yeah, it is fun, and, and if it's not fun at the time, it's always hilarious the next day. I yeah. think all of my most funny later stories were terrible to go through. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why sure. I started comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, trauma's I funny. With, I can't just live with all this trauma. I gotta make it into something. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, I was like, where I was talking to somebody last night at the creek, and I was like, when you're riffing, you don't think about credit card debt, man. And that's just kind of true. Like, yeah, when you're laughing, it doesn't matter how many family members you made sad or yeah. whatever. <laughs> you're doing great. We had a really good riff. Uh, at Creek, when we were talking about how you were at military school and there was a, <laughs> a shit in the urinal, and then you shit on it, and then everyone else shit on it, it was just a pile of shit, and yeah. we were just bouncing around riffing for like fifteen minutes, and that was a lot of fun. That was a good riff. Yeah, that was like uh, I was about to say the butterfly effect, but that that's not the right term. <laughs> <laughs> if I never shit in that urinal, there would have been no Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> Look what you did. Would Nelson Mandela have died? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like an avalanche effect. Like somebody pooped in the urinal. <laughs> snowball. Yeah, snowball. Avalanche works too. Yeah, it all piled as poop. What is a snowball but a small avalanche? I didn't make the phrase. <laughs> yes, you did. I'm not King Idiom. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm King Idiom. <laughs> oh, you're good. It's not important. No, I, it is. Someone poop in it. And I walked in there, and I was lucky enough, I saw the first poop, like the OG poop, and I was like, damn, that's funny. Somebody <laughs> pooped in the urinal, and I was like, don't mind if I do. So like, <laughs> I followed his lead, and I pooped on it. And this school had like a 1,000 like 14 to 18-year-old boys in it. So once I shit on it, and people saw that it was like two different strains of poop or whatever, they were like, oh, yeah. And I, 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 I went in there like an hour later, and, and my memory, if it serves me correctly, it was literally at least... Like two or three feet of like <laughs> from kids from all over the world. That's it's awesome. like a melting pot. People from Spain and South Korea. <laughs> Everybody's sitting on it. It's beautiful. Oh, just a United Nations of shit. That's fantastic. <laughs> How long were you in military school? 
Uh, my like six months. So my second half of my freshman year of high school. Yeah. And then they just put you back into civilian school. Yeah. So I I got kicked out of the eighth grade, and mm-hmm. then I why uh, I got in a fight with a kid, and I had a. You know, like a like a ghetto blaster, you know what I mean? Or like something that you make a pipe out of to smoke weed out of. Yeah, yeah. We had done that with a bamboo stick that we found somewhere, and I had the stick in my backpack, and I got in a fight with this kid, like a very drawn-out fight in front of everybody, which was really cool. And then, <laughs> uh, and he ended up winning, but I gave it a good run. Um, and I went to the principal's office for the fight, and I was like, oh, I have the bamboo stick. And there was a potted plant sitting next to me, and I was like, fuck, I have the bamboo pipe. And I was like, I'll just stick it in the plant, and it'll just look like it's always been there. <laughs> and that was like the most like stoner thought. <laughs> like, I just think it has a bamboo plant. Now. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you planted daisies, you got bamboo. That's how it works sometimes. You don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and they like as soon as I put it in there, like thirty seconds later, the woman was like, I saw you do that. I was like, shit. <laughs> and I got kicked out. It's so then I went to the ninth grade, and I was there for like four days. And me and my buddy drank a bunch of Robitussin and went to, <laughs> Hell yeah. and went to a football game. And they <laughs> and we were like walking around just <laughs> just space boys, and got kicked out. And then do you ever even know about Dramamine? What is that? The motion sickness one. Does that do something? Yeah, if you, I used to mix it with Robitussin because they oh, complement each other well. But it makes you have like a is six- that anti nausea? Yeah. I don't, but you have to get the not non-drowsy one, so the drowsy form. Oh, it probably has, gets... like, DPH, like the Benadryl stuff in it. That's probably what's in um, it. I think it's m- something with an M. Uh-huh. It's a, it's like, it looks like mezzine, mezzine, or something like that. Anyways, mm-hmm. take a bunch of them. You start hallucinating little, you know, when you push on your eyes real hard and you see those spots? Yeah. You see those everywhere, and you have, like, a six-second memory. <laughs> so you'd be like, hey, man, what are we doing? I'd be like, we're going, What? <laughs> You're like, wait, what did I ask you? And it's, it's awesome. And he mixed that with a bunch of DXM. It's like, can you see that? What? What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like talking in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. It, you become two mirrors. Yeah. What the hell have we done to our brains? Oh, I know. That, dude, it's so funny, the type of stuff. Like, I, you know, like a bunch of my friends, we'd all take like Benadryl. Like you take a box of Benadryl yeah. and it was always the worst trip. And yeah. we did it. Like, like, a lot. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to take him and go to school. And you're like, clear spiders. Like, it's the worst <laughs> feeling. <laughs> They're translucent bodies. And you're like, fucking. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And you mix and match whatever's in your cupboard and just have all kinds of. <laughs> well, I, I used stuff. to spend all that time on Aerowid and just Wait, like, what, oh, what drugs can I take at Walgreens that I can steal very easily <laughs> and then eat all of them at my friend's house? <laughs> what did you do when you got access to real drugs? A lot of them. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a lot. I like, yeah, whatever. When I was a teenager, I was very into Tuss. Yeah. And Adderall and all, whatever. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? That's such a strange mixture. Well, Robitussin in general, like, I've never heard of someone doing that, like, repeatedly. I loved it. I would do it and watch, like, Japanese horror movies. And just turn turn all the lights out. Watch, like, Cairo. Like, 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 obscure Japanese movies, like, on YouTube that were, like, bootlegged. And just sit in there and just, like, oh, just get so scared for, like, eight hours. (laughs) <laughs> Those memories don't leave you, man. No. I I watched like Ring You, which is the original version of the Ring, mm-hmm. on like 
60 Robitussin caplets, and I still think about it like once a week. I was like, <laughs> I was like something happened, man. Yeah. <laughs> something was in there. <laughs> something was in yeah. the room. Yeah, I had a good six-month period in uh, college where me and my buddy would go steal a couple bottles of Delsum uh-huh. and then mix it with vodka. Oh, God. And so we would, we would just have solo cups <laughs> of vodka with a whole bottle of 12-hour Delsum in there, and you'd drink two or three of those. I remember I had a Fight Club poster on my wall, and I remember watching Brad Pitt's head go through Edward Norton's chest. <laughs> like Donnie like, Darko? <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So I could totally relate. Oh god! And Delson was like twice as strong. Like you drink like three ounces of Delson, and you're like zoodered for like fourteen hours. Yeah. Was good. Well, and I never realized until much later that one of the side effects of that is a very high fever. Oh really? Yeah. So if like if you <laughs> happen to run into your parents, oh, you're just on a whole bunch of it, and they're like, "You look sick. We're gonna take your temperature. You're gonna be one hundred and three point eight. They're like, "Oh, you gotta go to the hospital." And they're like, "I can't. I can't do that right now." <laughs> Can we go on Friday? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I ended up in an urgent care like that uh, my junior year of high school because I wasn't doing any other drugs, and I, I think I'd had. Like twenty Benadryl and a like a bottle of Delsum and like a, like a, a capful of Dramamine, and I was at my buddy's uh, Liam's house and we're hanging out doing that, trying to play a video like a racing game, and, and we both had controllers, but there was only one car on the screen, <laughs> and so we were like, "Wait, which of us is it?" And we couldn't get enough memory going to figure out who was driving the car. <laughs> That sounds like a bonus. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then my parents show up to pick me up. I had forgotten I had to go to like my sister's like recital thing. Uh-huh. Some kind of choir shit. So they pick me up, and I'm in the car in the back, and we're walking up, and I keep just tripping up the stairs. And my dad's like, son, pick your feet up. And I'm like, oh, sorry, dad. <laughs> and I melted into my chair at the recital, and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel good. And then <laughs> took my temperature and then went to an urgent care. Just gone. Like, <laughs> Your face is Beat red. Oh, yeah. Red. I mean, I'm already a red dude. It was... <laughs> Your body's so tense. Yeah. That yeah, was, was a lot. So... I took Delson once and I was watching TV at, after boarding school. I was at my dad's house and my dad came home and I was like, don't let him know that the room is flat. I just remember everything would like became two dimensional. <laughs> I was like, everything's flat. Don't, don't tell him he's going to be so pissed at me. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I made the room flat. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I paid all this money for this house. <laughs> he just buys into it. <laughs> and here you go flattening yeah. it. <laughs> now it's flat. <laughs> you know that's why I left your mother. Because she was flat. <laughs> He's robo-tripping too. Yeah. <laughs> why is my flat son addressing me? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the first time I ever did robotest and I had a friend. And his dad's name was Gary, and we were like fourteen. No, we were like twelve. Mm-hmm. And his dad was from Boston, and he would drink Robitussin every day. He's in prison now, and <laughs> <laughs> he would drink like Robitussin, like how people would have like a Miller Light with dinner. <laughs> he would just have like sixteen ounces. I gotta go we'll get some fucking work done, dog. <laughs> we can't be watching ACDC live at Donington anymore, dude. I gotta fucking go, dog. It's like six p.m. And uh, <laughs> just let Angus do one more song, man. And I can't remember where I was going with this, but, <laughs> but yeah, he was always robot tripping. First time you did Robotussin. 
Yeah. You were with that guy? Yeah, he gave it to us. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that was what yeah. it was. Uh-huh. He gave it, he was like, four ounces should be fine. And then, uh, yeah, we like, whatever, tripped really hard. And I think we watched like Girls Gone Wild or something, but it wasn't sexual. It was just boys being boys. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. I, I had a vivid memory. We were I don't remember what group of friends I was with, but everybody was talking about where they were on 9-11. <laughs> you know how that comes up sometimes. And I remember that on 9-11, I got pulled out of school, and then I was over at my grandma's house with my mom's whole side of the family, and we were sitting down in the living room watching uh, like the news on TV, and then I stayed down to watch like cartoons and shit. And I, I guess I figured out that Comedy Central always had the Girls Gone Wild ads. Uh-huh. And I just remember on 9-11 waiting for everyone to go to sleep so I could jerk off to the <laughs> so I could jerk off to the Girls Gone Wild ads. And be like, God, everyone's so fucking upset today. I just want to watch these fucking girls. Oh, yeah, dude. Two fingers on the dick, one finger on the instant replay button. <laughs> oh, the I was switch, last channel, set. Ready to, just in case someone walks in? Well, this, that was the move, is you have the recall button to go to the last channel, uh, and then you hit channel down, so that they're like, we'll hit the last channel button, and then it just goes up and down. You're like, ah, beat you, mom. <laughs> Meanwhile, your cock is literally out, so like, <laughs> whatever the last channel was, it's like the George Lopez show, and your fucking dick's just out. Like, I think it would have made more sense if this girl's got wild. <laughs> You're fucking rock hard, yeah. late night. <laughs> We got bigger problems. Yeah. Why are you jerking off the QVC? Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice quilt. <laughs> Dude, I uh, when I was young, I watched like a Disney Channel original movie with some chick that was a spy. Uh-huh. And in it, she blows her like cover-up powder onto a code pad to see where the imprints are. Yeah. And I had the idea to get my mom unlock the TV so I could watch Futurama. And then I would do that same trick on the remote, <laughs> and it kind of worked, uh, but not really. I just got to like kind of guess which numbers it was. Uh-huh. But I ended up uh, like calling AT and T and getting them to like give me the passcode so that I can unlock <laughs> and watch porn. And so for like six months, I had just free reign over the cable, and I could just type in the passcode anytime I wanted to watch. Like movie max porn, like Spider Babe and all that shit. Uh-huh. I, got, I got a little distracted by the dog. All the softcore, yeah, I know he's beautiful. Taco's awesome, but all the softcore <laughs> porn. So I had uh, just a smorgasbord of softcore porn. I'd invite my friends over and be like, "Check <laughs> this shit out, it's awesome." <laughs> and then one day I'm sitting there with my mom trying to get uh, her, like we're gonna watch some movie together, and she's like taking forever to enter in the code, and I'm like, "It's four two four two. She's like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> Uh, I still regret yelling at her about that. Just, just, I just want to let you guys know that I regretted telling my mom that I knew the code. I could have more porn time. Was she mad? Uh, a little bit, but more like, you you got me again, you son of a bitch. I mean, I've been her kid the whole time, so it's... <laughs> yeah. She's kind of used to the tomfoolery. Oh, God. Those, those Cinemax movies were so funny. The softcore ones, it was always like safari date or whatever and in some woman like back in 2005 like all women who did porn all had the big fake yeah super rock hard titties <laughs> yeah. or whatever oh those the were bolt-ons <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the man. detachables yeah yeah dude oh, the man. spider babe one was that and the pl- playmate of the apes <laughs> Playmate of the Apes was awesome because there were a bunch of dudes dressed in, like, black monkey suits. 
but to denote girl monkeys, they were hot pink monkey suits. <laughs> but then for some reason, they took off the suits to fuck. <laughs> and it just ruins the whole immersion into, yeah. into the ape concept. <laughs> and I remember Spider Babe was awesome because it was one of the few ones where you got to see a vagina. But it was because Spider Babe herself hiked her leg up and then shot Webb out of her vagina. No way. Yeah, swear to God. Damn. Was, was it great... practical? Oh, I think I remember no. that. <laughs> I mean, she swung from it. She did. She swung from her pussy she web. She did her own stunts. Yeah. I blocked out most of my childhood, but I think I remember that. <laughs> I got to see that. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Did she have, it would be cool if she had one of those, like, children's web shooters, like the old <laughs> Spider-Man ones. <laughs> those were awesome. With yeah, the silly string? Silly string. Fuck yeah. Right out of her clit or whatever. <laughs> the amazing. <laughs> the pee hole is or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, the clit's in the pee hole. <laughs> Labia or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Womb. Yeah. <laughs> I know all the parts. So I can cervix. Yeah, I don't know how that. What's your uh, YouTube search history like? Uh, I recently, I, I don't know. I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. I, I recently started watching a guy who reviews best gore videos. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get to see the best gore video, which is nice. Did y'all ever used to watch those? Oh, I can't handle gore. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fucking wrecks me. Yeah, it's too much. I get much. intrusive thoughts like a motherfucker, so. Yeah, it, oh man. Yeah, yeah that was never so good. bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, and it's always at like a formative age, too. Like, I would watch them at like 12 years old. Your buddy's like, watch this guy get beheaded. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. go home. Faces of death? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever seen Salil al Sawarim? I don't know. Which one? Is he beheaded? It's, an, it's like an ISIS propaganda video, and it's just like real life GTA. It's just them going around shooting people and beheading people oh god and it's like in like 4k hd wow yeah the 4k always is it's too real yeah i remember yeah. at least like some of the stuff i remember seeing was grainy yeah was that's like, nice they just have like a gopro on the tip of a fucking ak and they're just like you're like oh that just that's real yeah this is really good quality murder yeah i wonder if you can buy the footage for that and use it and make like a hollywood film you buy the rights to it. Yeah. yeah, and then just cut to that and say, like, we got really realistic action sequences in this movie. John Wick 4 is fucked yeah. up. It keeps beheading people. What has changed? The narrative's all off. Yeah. I haven't seen his dog in a while. Yeah. In fact, I think he shot a dog earlier. This is way off character. I don't remember John Wick talking about the infidels so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's in his Kareem Abdul-Jabbar face yeah. He just went Muslim at the end <laughs> Didn't you say you, f you found a new racial slur? I did I did I, 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 You never do that anymore Because they've all been around so long uh -huh. But it's the South African N-word uh, And I, I learned uh -huh. I'm not going to say it obviously Because we have a big following in Johannesburg Wait, I, thought you yeah. it, meant in, I thought you said it meant infidel Yeah but they, they use it in South that's where it's like big. It's also it's the Arabic word for infidel. It's the K word, and that's why I was so confused because they're like, this guy calls this dude a K word and then gets beat up. Uh -huh. I was like, wait, K word? I only know the Jewish K word. And, uh -huh. and we we're not allowed to say the N word in other languages. I don't know. I don't want to fuck with you wanna, it. Yeah, be on the right side of history. Here. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say it privately, not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's but uh, it's also there's a kind of lime. That is uh, used in like some like nice cuisines. Uh -huh. It has another name, but its name is the kafir lime, which is very close to the K word. And so, <laughs> like, there was a restaurant here in town that had a dish 
and they yeah. were describing it as that. And then a guy came in and was like, "What the fuck did you say? Kind of live that was? Like, could you imagine?" <laughs> so you know, yeah, I learned a new racial slur. Where did you see that? Reddit. Were you Googling? Okay. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't just like, <laughs> New <laughs> Racial Slurs 2021. Yeah. <laughs> did it come out with Drake's new album? <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for the new one to drop. Yeah. yeah. Is this after Donda? <laughs> <laughs> Donda could be a racial slur. Yeah. That yeah. album sucked. I didn't like it. I heard it's bad. Yeah. It was, it was just noises. Really? And not good ones. The jail one was upsetting. A lot of people, yeah, yeah. Live your dream. The jail track was not great for me. I, I don't recall. It, it's the one I didn't. I didn't look at the names. I just listened to it. And I was like, next, 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 <laughs> next. I'm done. Yeah, that's how I felt with like his gospel album too. It's like, why is God always ruining music? Doesn't he have countries to bomb <laughs> or, or protect or whatever? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but he needs to get out of my fucking Spotify. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's just like a random collection of noises. I, I think that there's more to it, but that's Eli's assessment of Donda, is yeah. that it's a lot of bathroom noises. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's also like the default sound in my head. So <laughs> I could have just been in the dark. That's what it used to. Did you smoke Pep Spice? No, I never did. Oh, God. Sometimes when, because Pep Spice was like totally unregulated. Is so it the same as Spice? Yeah, Spice. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you'd get a batch like, Sometimes it'd be fine. You're like, wow, this is kind of trippy. This feels fine. But then sometimes it'd be, you'd buy the same brand and you'd take one rip. And then, like, I would literally, you'd like start hearing like voices like in the bushes. Or, like, I'd start hearing like songs that never existed. <laughs> like, you know, like, your brain is like, what is happening? We don't zing zing. We don't zing. You're like sitting there with your friends, like trying to keep it together. It's like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. It's going, we don't zing zing. That stuff was intense. It's yeah. just the scat man <laughs> yeah. in your head. The yeah, what you said about the bathroom noises made me think of that. Because sometimes I would hear like cartoon noises like don't make and I'd be like, What did you say? <laughs> I didn't say anything. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I was just in here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopee. Yeah, I smoked a bunch of salvia in a drainage ditch one time. Mm -hmm. Me and my buddy were waiting for this guy to bring us acid. And so we're like, well, we have to hide somewhere so people don't see that we're waiting for acid. <laughs> I mean, we were 15. Yeah. And so we're in this drainage ditch, and we had like an iPod. So we each had an earbud in, and we're just smoking salvia. <laughs> and I, I couldn't tell what was outside and what was earbud for a little bit. <laughs> and be like, what are you yelling about, man? He's like, it's the song. You're like, oh, shit, my, my bad. This is Chop Suey by System of a Down. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I didn't feed you any lies from the tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> I would never do that to yeah. you. <laughs> well, I did a bunch of ketamine and listened to System of a Down on repeat for like seven hours. Oh, God. <laughs> this one song specifically. The song's called This Cocaine Makes Me Feel Like I'm on This Song. Okay. Who, I mean, that seems who appropriate. Sings it? System of a Down. Oh, okay. oh yeah. You said that. Yeah. That seems intense, man. Yeah. That'd be like listening to Slipknot on Kennedy. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Just come out having made a mask that you don't know how it got <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> you, I'm Slipknot now. You manifested a mask. One of them just died. One of the Slipknotters. Yes, I, the oh, drummer. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sid, maybe? I don't remember. I need about this. That's a bummer. May he die. Joey? Joey? Yeah. I think that's the one. Well, rest in peace, Slipknot guy. 
<laughs> I like your music. It's very angry. <laughs> Have fun in hell. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would. Yeah, he's... I mean, <laughs> they've been making music videos that look like it for years. Oh, he'd have so much fun. Damn, there's so much piss down here. Yeah. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> Open up a fucking pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, those guys are nuts. I Like, you know, like Norwegian black metal or whatever, like mm-hmm. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're cool to look at. That is cool. Yeah. I, uh, I like that stuff. Like Gigi Allen or whatever. Like the really Gigi hardcore stuff. Insane. I know. But dude, I went to the Speakeasy open mic like two weeks ago, and there was mm-hmm. this homeless guy outside. And he was from Boston, too. It might have been Gary. It's full circle. <laughs> you went, dude, you got any fucking robotizing? And uh, still listening to Angus Young? Uh, give us a kiss. I'm like, okay, that's what I blacked out. Uh, <laughs> I guess it wasn't just the boys watching Girls Gone Wild. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's a homeless guy out there. <laughs> Sorry, like, reliving trauma. Give me a second. Back yeah, to the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he was like, he, he used to be friends with Gigi Allen or something. He's like, oh, dude, he used to be eating shit, man. And I'd just say, like, Gigi. <laughs> <That's what he's... laughs> Imagine trying to be his reasonable friend. <laughs> like... What are you doing, bro? Come on, get that shit out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna hit yourself until you bleed. Come on, why don't you just do it a little bit? <laughs> You've seen Gigi Allen's videos, right? Uh, Alex Farvar made me watch them because it was his favorite. I, it's, he, he has this one song called "Bite It, You Scum." That's his big one. And yeah, he's just like chanting that over and over. Mm-hmm. And then he's butt naked, and he has a very small penis. He has like a micro penis. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. For very sure, micro penis. My people. And he's just angry. <laughs> he's just angry and naked. And then, you'd be angry too. And then at one point, someone hands him a pill, and he just goes, "A drug," and takes it. <laughs> and then he just squats down and shits on the floor. And then he just starts screaming, bite it, you scum. And then he picks his shit up, starts throwing it at the crowd, and then <laughs> smears it all over his face and body, and then just keeps jamming. The, the fucked up part is that's his best song. I've, like, <laughs> I've listened to, like, I don't know, 20 of his songs, and that is by far the best one. And that's all. That's the whole fucking song. Have you listened to Charles yeah. Manson? His music? Yeah, he has a couple Spotify. good ones. I'm a bigger yeah. fan of his teachings, but the, the music's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I yeah, saw that. Good. You have Charles Manchin. It's yeah. your Spotify name. Yeah, that's my producer name. I have an album on Spotify. Really? Yeah. What kind of music is it? Oh, Imagine an elevator for a black people cocaine club in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to work really hard to figure that out, by the way. <laughs> did you uh, used to get fucked up before you did stand up? Yeah, uh-huh. Have that, you been listening? Yeah. <laughs> I, so I started doing stand-up when I was 20, and I... I no, I mean, like, before you get on stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I didn't like, the first either. year and a half I did stand-up, I would get really, really nervous, and I would, like, have panic attacks, so I would get shit-faced before I went on stage. And I would have, like... I would just bomb so hard, because you can't remember anything. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to get wicked toasted. <laughs> and that sounded dumb. But, yeah, yeah. I used to get really drunk, you know. Y'all yeah, same first year and a half. Mm-hmm. Hammered every time. And then I did yeah. a mic sober once, and I was like, I can't be funny sober. And then I crushed, and I was like, oh. And then I, from there on out, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to only do comedy sober. Although, yeah. I've been doing it on psychedelics lately, and that's been a lot of fun. I did 
10 minutes at Creek on three hits of acid. Oh, God. I and cannot imagine. Me and it, went, and it, went, it went pretty good. I could not imagine. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, a bunch of people were like, dude, I would have cried if I did that. And I was like, I guess I'm insane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, on the last episode, we read a, a thing from his telehealth doctor saying he was too crazy for them to assist psychologically. <laughs> like, you need to go see someone in person. We can't help you over the phone. <laughs> yeah, a psychiatrist broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he left them on scene. He's like, I'm not replying to that. <laughs> no, I was just in all caps. I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's happening. You should have sent back a dick pic. <laughs> Uh, no. Does this help? <laughs> help this. Yeah. Treat me. <laughs> now, now, you got confirmation that you did good? Or maybe you just thought you did good? I got confirmation. Okay. That's fucked, dude. That is, I can't even look people in the eyes when I'm on acid. I can't imagine doing enough psychedelics for it to feel fun and then enjoying being on stage whatsoever. No. Yeah. But I also, like, I mean, to this day, the. the for important shows, I get terrible anxiety right beforehand. Like, mm-hmm. I vomit most of the time. So it's like, yeah. you know, if it's going to be a good show, like, I'll probably puke first. So, like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be, like, tripping balls and be like, oh, God, I'm going to be crazy forever. <laughs> Let's try to do jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to freak out every time I get on stage. Like, before, I'm like, this is it. I'm going to fucking bomb. I'm going to forget mm-hmm. everything. I suck. And then I feel like I have to panic to do well, which is yeah. a really toxic cycle <laughs> yeah. and I'm not sure if I actually believe that or if I'm just justifying the fact that I'm panicking <laughs> by saying that I have to <laughs> now I'm the same dude I get so nervous yeah but then you get up there the difference is when you've been doing it like you get used to it when you get up there that goes away but when mm-hmm. you first start it doesn't go away when you get up there you're just scared the whole fucking time yeah that, yeah it took like probably a year and a half of like performing regularly before I stopped being like scared every single time I was still on stage. Like, Oh yeah. It's to the point now that like it's, I have like this whoop strap tracks my heart rate mm-hmm. and like, it's real funny to watch sets where I like eat a bag of dicks. Cause like my heart rate will go like way up and then I'll get on stage and it drops down and then you just see it start climbing <laughs> as the set's not working. And then it's back up real high. I have good sets. It stays down. I was like Lance Armstrong, but like bad sets. Like, Oh, you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. When I started, I was like, I don't fucking care if I bomb. I'm I'm just going to power through this. And then I would just bomb a bunch. And I'm like, I don't care. And then I'm like, all right, well, I actually want to get somewhere in comedy. So I'm yeah. going to stop bombing. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta care. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Those first bombs, your first couple years, I mean, there is nothing, there is no worse feeling in the world. I used to, like, go cry in my car and stuff. It just feels so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's such a, per- I mean, it still feels bad now, but, like, back then, you're like, I'm fucking worthless. Like, <laughs> nobody likes me. Like, oh, I think it feels worse bad. now. Because now I already know that I am capable of doing good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I just move on from it a lot quicker than I used to, maybe. Yeah, that's that's also true. Yeah. I mean, like, the bombs now also, like, aren't the same kind of bombs, too. Like, the, like when I bomb, like, first starting out, I'd be like, I don't have anything to fall back on. Like, I, if it's going very bad, like... I just have to double down or get off stage. Yeah, you like, can't get your jokes out right. Yeah, and, and when like, I don't have more jokes, it's just oh, like yeah. <laughs> these are the six things I think are funny, and I'm going to say them to you. And then like it, you're on thing three, and it's like, oh, I got three more things. Like, <laughs> I guess I have to say those to you. And now it's like, all right, I have fifty things. If you don't like these three things, I'll do a different thing. Yeah, maybe you'll like that. But even now, still, like I'll have a couple jokes that like always work. And I'll say one, and if it doesn't work, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, I've lost the talent. I get, like, this internal argument in my head where, like, half my brain's like, I'm going to make you forget everything. 
And then the other half is like, come on, man. Don't. <laughs> Chill. And then I'm just trying to talk while they're screaming in my head. <laughs> it's the worst when you do a set and you go up there, your first joke doesn't work, and you're like, all right, I got to pull out the heavy hitters. And you do your best jokes and those don't work. And yeah. you're like, it's all downhill from here. Like, that's the worst feeling. This yeah. is like C material I have left. This like, is going to oh, take no. me a week to get over. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you do. I've also had it where, like, I'll do that. I'll go to a heavy hitter and I'll be like, all right, this is my best fucking joke. And then nothing. And I'll be like, all right, well, maybe something weird will work. And then you say something and then they love it. And yeah. You're like, Oh God! <laughs> I don't ever say that joke because it's not funny. You guys like it. This is not good. <laughs> yeah, crowds right. are weird. I, I used to do. Well, I, I wrote. A, I have a lot of one-liners. A lot of them were mm-hmm. stupid. Like, I went to a fake gym called Counterfeit, and I remember I used to. I used to do that, and I was like, "This is such a stupid fucking joke." And then people would laugh, and I'd be like, "I hate you guys for laughing yeah. at that." <laughs> And then I pulled it out at this one show that I was doing good on just to, like, test the waters. And they didn't really laugh at it. And I'm like, I'm so glad you guys didn't laugh at that. That was a <laughs> shitty joke. Yeah, that's the worst. Like, uh, a, a, like a couple years ago, I did, like, a show at a comedy festival. And I did my jokes, but I didn't really like them. Mm-hmm. And it crushed. Like, they all crushed. And I was so embarrassed. Like, that's also a different side of it, too. Because, like, you can have stuff that crushes that you don't like, mm-hmm. and then when it crushes, it almost feels like you're bombing. You're like, ah, like who am I? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I did the cantaloupe joke or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Something pun-based. Trying yeah. to get back to worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have circled back to the worms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's your uh, like favorite comedy experience you've had so far? Um... Hmm. Asking the big questions now. <laughs> uh, I this did, podcast. Yes. <laughs> hanging with boys. Uh, I did the Hightower Comedy Festival in March outside of Dallas okay. in Paris, Texas. Uh-huh. And that was my first out-of-town festival. And I went there and I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So I was really scared. And then I um, did really good and everybody liked it. So that was probably the best one. Hell yeah. 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 That's it a great feeling. Good, man. How was Paris, Texas? It was good. I, you know, I thought like all directions were pointing towards it going like really bad. Like everybody was like pretty old, mm-hmm. and it was like in a very like rural area. I was like, this is they're gonna hate the worm stuff. Le <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Les> worm, and, <laughs> as the French say, and I whatever they fucking loved it, and that was a cool feeling. Yeah, Hell this yeah. felt good, man. You never really know, like, by looking at a crowd. Like, I did Barrels and Amps last night mm-hmm. in Georgetown, and there was a lot of older people there, and I fucking destroyed. So maybe I'm growing out of old people not liking me. That's awesome. Yeah. Barrels and Amps is, uh, I got booed off stage there <laughs> <laughs> and threatened my life. Did you say Blue Lives Matter? Was that you? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I heard that story. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me that. Yeah, I said that. Why and... did you do that? That's hilarious. Uh, not on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I was I was telling a story about getting arrested for weed, and yeah. then I was making fun of the cop, and I made an aside about that. And, like, it wasn't meant to be mean or, like, even, like, mean-spirited. Uh-huh. And, like, the people that were with me in the front row were totally fine. Well, this I was fine with it. Yeah. But as soon as I said that, a guy in the back of the room goes, Go back to L.A.! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then a dude in the front row looked at me with no emotion on his face whatsoever just goes, You shut the fuck up. And I was like, oh, he's going to kill me for sure. And then Dean had to sneak me out the back 
Oh, and then no I, way. And then I just ran away in my Prius. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back to LA. Yeah, these guys got their fucking F-350s with Trump flags. We're like, we're going to murder you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so terrifying. Yeah. That's but, awful. Yeah, the man. only thing worse than bombing is having the crowd, like, increasingly get mad at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, no, they're not just not having fun. They hate me. Yeah. I had that's that. also fun. Yeah. What's, like, the, like, worst venue? You've, like, what the hell show? You have to have done something awful, right? I imagine Boise has to have some crazy gigs oh, yeah. that shouldn't exist. I did... Uh, a, a VA show one time. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. It, <laughs> yes. Was, it was at like a biker bar and I was the host. So it was a perfect storm of <laughs> Hell like, yeah. this should not be happening. And there was like, a, it was like a veterans fundraiser or something. I don't know why the fuck I was booked on the show. And so I had to go up and cold open in front of, it was like 11 o'clock at night in front of like a hundred plus like grizzled biker like <laughs> Iraqi veterans. Awesome. <laughs> and I went up there and just got total silence for like <laughs> I mean deafening silence. Like people would look and just go <laughs> like you're not even <laughs> That's always the worst one when they give you a look like like the anger. Like Yeah. <laughs> you stop. Uh, that felt so bad. You said something about how the guy yelled at you. One time I was in college and we were on mushrooms at my buddy's house at like 10 in the morning. And, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. and this it was is like, the beginning or the yeah, end of it. This trip? is uh, the very beginning. And uh, it was like a game day too. So everybody was like partying. And Perfect. then we were like, uh, whatever. We both ate and ate the mushrooms. And. This guy came in to buy weed, and I think we were watching something about 9-11 or something. It's like in the morning, like a conspiracy thing. And I was like fucked up, and I was like, hey, man, you know 9-11 is an inside job. And the guy like grabbed me by my shirt, and he went, you ever say that again, I'm going to fucking kick your ass in front of everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then everybody's like, oh. And like everybody, because we were all tripping balls. It was like so much conflict. Anyway, Buzz Aldrin. (laughs) (laughs) You ever talk shit about the mood again, I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) Yeah, it was mortifying. That's awesome. Did he punch someone in the face? Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Mm -hmm. He punched a guy. He was like, you're a coward. You never went to the mood. Buzz Aldrin's like, bop! (laughs) I'm still an astronaut, bitch. It was a solid punch, too. He's very got strong bones. Milk bone. Yeah. he's got. Sounds pretty defensive. He's got those, like, old (laughs) 50s bones. Sounds like the moon's not real. Yeah, what's what's like your hell gig? You've done some awful stuff, haven't you? Every fucking night, dude. Yeah, I'm living a disaster. I did a show in a nursing home. I'm in the eye of the tornado. Where yeah, I'm silenced by my own thoughts, <laughs> yet I'm surrounded by destruction. It sounds like an intro to an Evanescence song. <laughs> I'm going under. Yeah. Uh, I bombed really bad. I don't mean like just a bomb. I just mean like where was a place that like should, comedy should not have been happening, and then you were there to do comedy for these people. Like I like I said, like I did a nursing home. My friend Kyler Bentley, he was in an accident, and so now he's in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. So he lives in like an assisted living home, but he's the only person there that's not a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was like, "Well, I can't really leave the facility that often. It's difficult, you know, get rides and stuff. So I'll host a show here for everybody." So and like I was like, "Yeah, of course I'll do that. That'll be fun." Yeah, and so. <laughs> Kyler goes up there to host, 
and he does just roast jokes about the other residents and destroys. He's like, you know, Billy's always leaving his fucking flag out. Fuck you, Billy. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> like, it was, inc- I mean, like, I've never seen him crush so hard. Like, he's just destroying to hit the other people there. And then I have to go up there and Three be like. Three people had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, and then we, the rest of us go up there and tell jokes about, like, the outside world. And, and they're like, we don't remember that. You know, we, we, we haven't been out there. We is the war still going on? Yeah, exactly. Which one are we in now? But, <laughs> we haven't seen True Detective season one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they all let's have Hulu in here. <laughs> Tell Hulu jokes. Yeah, it was. Uh, that one was pretty bad, but it's just like you know, it's one of those things. Like comedy shouldn't be happening there. No, it, it, comedy's so weird because there's a lot of shows you you do, and it'll just anywhere you have a microphone and an amp, like that's comedy or whatever. Like that's comedy, mm-hmm. and then you're like. There's a lot of, I mean, yeah. When you do a lot of comedy, I mean, like hundreds of those shows, you go and you're like, comedy should not be happening. <laughs> yeah. It should not be happening. Like, yeah. Everybody's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, the comedy you know. ambush. Did you think of yours? No. Damn it. <laughs> I was thinking about my, my very first show ever was at a, a bar where I guess comedy should be, but it was, it was just really bad timing because the Dodgers had just lost and it was at a bar that cared about that and everyone was in Dodgers gear. <laughs> Like Dodgers jerseys after mm-hmm. they had just lost. Yeah. And then the host goes up and he's like, Hey, we'll get him next time. Let's go, Dodgers. And then I'm like, Why are you doing this? Why are you rubbing this in? Yeah. <laughs> and then the first guy goes up and they're screaming, like, Next, get off the fucking stage. And I was like, All right, I'm giving up my no drinking role. I'm taking a double shot of whiskey and chasing him with a beer. And then mm-hmm. I just screamed my entire set. <laughs> and I lost my voice. Yeah. And I did pretty good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, bars like that, it is a good strategy to literally just like do like the Sam Kinnison route. Just fucking, you don't even have to say anything. Just keep saying words, just screaming it. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could do that at every set, but it scares people. It does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said that very knowingly. Yeah, uh, yeah it does. It, it, it I've does. gone through phases where I've done like all different types of comedy. So I definitely used to, what, you don't fucking know me or whatever. And everybody's like, <laughs> there's no jokes. It's just you scaring people. <laughs> Let me out of these clothes. <laughs> Scary. It's fucking awesome. You it, a fan of Eric Andre? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him get naked on stage in Athens, Georgia at a comedy show. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. He's the best, man. So funny. He's he's one of my favorite people. I think if I could be anyone, it would be Eric Andre. Yeah, he's got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah. He does. The first time I saw that his show, I was like, "What?" Yeah. I didn't get it the first time I saw it. I wasn't. I I just didn't get it. And then you would not shut up about it. And I was like, I don't like it. And you're like, you have to watch it again. And then I watched it. I was like, all right, this is very funny. <laughs> like, like I appreciate how hard it was to make. But I just like I can't comprehend like the patterns of thoughts that come to be like that show. Uh-huh. Like, That's I, weird because I feel like that thought is just my brain. Yeah, look, my brain <laughs> like doesn't make any sense. But it would never be organized enough to be like filmed and funny. You know, like that, like there's yeah. so much that he's doing that's intentionally funny and the timing and you know, the every outro cut is like just a funny offshoot zoom in of somebody <laughs> with a word that they say and repeat for no reason, for no reason. <laughs> My brain highlights random dumb words all the time, but it's not good. I could do without <laughs> the little edits. Oh, I like those. But when he's just like, oh, man, I'm getting old. I haven't fucked a priest in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
I heard they shoot it like all day or whatever. They'll shoot it in like six hour blocks. Like they'll make the celebrities like wait in the back for like hours and he'll crank the heat up to like 110 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he he, like (laughs) wouldn't shower for an entire season. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, have you ever like tried to show a girl like the Tim and Eric show or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, that's my litmus test for a new girl. If I put on the air, she doesn't laugh. Yeah. If she doesn't laugh, then you don't like her? Or you yeah, do like her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get that, you won't get me. Tim and Eric show is another level. I don't really like it. Yeah, it's it crazy. It creeps me out. <laughs> I, I it, love those Sometimes guys. it bothers me a lot, but sometimes it makes me laugh very, very hard. Yeah, you got to be in the right The, the right spaghetti mood. thing? <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know why, but that destroys me every time it's one of the things well if if i'm gonna turn it on i'll like look both ways yeah, <laughs> yeah put porn on indiscriminately but you know <laughs> you put on tim and eric you're like, who's, who's gonna see yeah the lowest volume like one bar volume <laughs> does my tv have a vpn like because <laughs> whatever is happening at any point in that show like even if anybody hears it they're gonna be like what it's good it'll be like Making my bub bubs bounce. Like all these weird songs. Like, Give me the spaghetti mountain. Like, what is he fucking doing in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that made me think that kind of absurdist thing. I was I live in my car again. I, I'm just trying to brag. And yeah. <laughs> I was in a I was in a Walmart parking lot today listening to the Cubs game and mm-hmm. I had my windows down and it was like twelve thirty and uh, I started the game. And uh, they started singing the national anthem, and I didn't realize I had my car really loud. Um, <laughs> so it looked like I was just sitting in my car, like <laughs> just blaring the national anthem at noon on a Friday. Like, gotta get ready for a weekend. <laughs> Did you have your hat on, or did you take it off? Like, it would have been awesome if you were just sitting there in your car, just like. <laughs> just thousand yard stare. This guy loves America. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got it. All. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, some yeah. some guy rubs his son on the head. That'll yeah. be you someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Driving a 2015 Ford Escape. <laughs> yeah, I would love if someone just pulled up next to you and just <laughs> face the car. <laughs> just you build it, they will come. Just a group of people. <laughs> In the parking lot. <laughs> uh, I got some very weird looks today. I have a very loud sound system in my tiny Prius. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was listening to some electronic music on the way to the studio, and I had to drive through a school zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention. And I had the windows cracked a little bit to give air to the subwoofers. And, and it was it was very vulgar. And so it's just like, fuck shit, fuck shit, <laughs> with a really loud bass <laughs> in a school zone. And there's a couple parents with kids like, <laughs> I was like oh, I'm sorry. And I put on the next song, and it was just on my Spotify, and it went to Seven Years by Lucas Graham. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's a a, a very emotional song, uh-huh. but, but it's like a, a, like a progressive rock song. <laughs> So it goes from like heavy bass to like this guy just singing about like when he was a little boy and his dad was cancer or whatever. And, it, and I, I don't have a knob to turn it down. I have to push a, like a screen to turn it down. So it's not very quick. So I, a good 30 seconds of that song got out very loud while people were just looking at me at a, like in the school zone. Yeah, so. yeah. I always listen to music really loudly and I have like a really eclectic taste in music. So like, 
I'm not very, I don't have a lot of situational awareness. So like sometimes I'll be like driving like downtown at 2 a.m. and everybody's leaving the bars and I'm just like blaring like Sufjan Stevens or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night at the Bible study. My car's fucking, <laughs> the windows are shaking. <laughs> yeah. That's some awesome. Weird shit, some weird folk music. Uh, Arlo Guthrie or something. There's a, a band called The Residents. Mm-hmm. From like the 70s that made just very, very weird music. Uh-huh. But they have a song called Constantinople that has one of the weirdest music videos ever made. <laughs> There's like a very large naked clay man falling from the sky. They just zoom on, in, on him from different angles. <laughs> and then they have a guy singing the song, which is one of those mouths that's painted like a face upside down. Oh, God. Like talking. And it, it's very weird. <laughs> but it's it's like 40 years old now. Yeah. And nice. I, I've tried to show people that song like, hey, here's a weird thing from the past. And it always just ends up with people like, do you do you want to talk to someone? <laughs> like, do we need to refer you somewhere? I would like to see that. Yeah. Is that the one that goes like, going down Constantinople? Yeah. yeah. Here I come, Constantinople. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The way I said it made it kind of sound like the South Park song. Yeah. <laughs> going down to Constantinople. Have myself a time. Yeah. Oh, man. I like that. Who's your favorite comedian? I like Brody Stevens is probably my favorite. Yeah. Big Brody. Well, that guy. sucks. You're not gonna get any new yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked him a lot. I used to like watching his sets where he would just eat shit. Yeah. Like, there's nothing funny because when you do comedy that way, and it's kind of similar with me. Like when I'm bombing, it seems like performance art almost. Like, mm-hmm. who's with me? Won't <laughs> And it's like like a weird. So I would love watching those clips of him. Like he had a couple just for laugh sets where he just completely bombed and i think he's hilarious yeah and uh just dead silence and i just watch those and just cry laughing it's so funny to me yeah to be so confident for something that's not working it's like the funniest concept to me i have a couple friends that i met when i started doing comedy and they would come to see me at open mics Mm -hmm. and now they still like they're they live in california but when they travel for work they'll go and find shitty open mics in those cities because they just like watching open micers bomb. <laughs> they, they won't come to good comedy shows. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm doing this awesome show. Like, we don't want to see it. We, we just want to see the terrible people. <laughs> and I just I love that so much. There is a beauty to it. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I've been doing it like three and a half years. Nice. So not too long. He's been doing it, what, seven? Like six. Six, yeah. You? Yeah. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The baby in the room. How old are you? Yeah. Twenty six. (laughs) Nice. So fucking young, dude. Yeah, man. That's intense. Youngest guy in the room. I know. (laughs) Little baby. That's fucking awesome. How how old are y'all? Twenty eight. I'm thirty. Oh, cool, man. (laughs) It's 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 so much. Ages. Dude, I I wish that I had started you started at twenty. Uh huh. So you like you knew you wanted to do stand up pretty early on? Uh yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then I, yeah, whatever, started doing it. I was always that way. Like, I used to be a lot more confident uh, when I was younger. And then I think, whatever. Now I'm kind of, like, socially, like, anxious or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so I used to be really, like, zip, zip, beetle. But I was always fucked up, too, back then. Yeah, wore you down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I just kind of completely changed when I stopped drinking. Like, I just wasn't, you know, su- when, you're all f- when you're fucked up all the time, that's mm-hmm. just... You're always that It becomes part of your identity. I had to relearn how to socialize. I quit drinking like six months ago, and then I started again like a month ago. Yeah. But there was like a four-month period where I didn't drink at all. 
Yeah. And I would have to like train myself to like be in social situations. I would just like go places and I'd be there for like 10, 15 minutes and be like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, was, I socialized. Okay. I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. It is. I haven't had a drink in like 10 days. I like, I'd taken a little break. Oh, yeah. Good job. Because yeah. my liver was hurting. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, I'll take like a little drinking break. And now I go to comedy shows sober. And if I'm not on the show, like I used to enjoy just like sitting around, talking with comics, mm-hmm. watching the show. And now I'm there. I'm like, what am I doing? Why? <laughs> why I know these jokes. Why am I here? <laughs> Hi, book me. You like me. Bye. Like <laughs> social networking. Like fucking it's. Yeah, it it's is hard. scary. Yeah, I, I'll do. I'm bad with I'll talk to somebody and I'll say something like, let's say I say something funny and they laugh and I'll go. Okay, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll just bail from the conversation. <laughs> I do it all the time. I do it like d- dozens of times a day. And these are like people that have grown to be like my good friends. And I'm like, I gotta go to the <laughs> It's always the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. Wasn't you just at the fucking bathroom? It's like all of your friends that you have terrible IBS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just Casey's always shitting. <laughs> just leave on a high note. Yeah. yeah. That's it's awesome. Telling people. Yeah, socializing is difficult. I I don't even know like what you're supposed to do uh, after like 9 p.m. if you're not drinking. Yeah, it is confusing. Yeah, like okay, I I well, there's bars. That's where stuff. That's where people are. So if I want to talk to people, I go. To, I don't want to talk to strangers sober. That's mm-hmm. that's awful. They all suck. Like I don't want to do. be friends with any of them. I'm just like, all right. Well, I can go watch music. Like, I was right. giving my friend advice earlier today on how he's like bummed out habitually. Mm-hmm. I think it's called depression or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he, I was like, you just gotta go like immerse yourself in social situations. And he's like, but I don't want to talk to people. I hate all of them. Yeah. And I was like, that's the point. You gotta go have shitty conversations. Don't enjoy it, but keep it going. And then be like, I'm doing good right now. I'm being a human in society. <laughs> oh God. That's, Jesus. That's how. That's how half of my interactions are. Fuck. That's that sounds awful, man. I don't know. Oh, you don't do that. Either? You don't do that too. No. You give yourself a lot of pep talks, like in your head. <laughs> no, I'll be a person. Fucking... These are words. I give my... <laughs> I give myself a lot of neg talks. I was like, you're a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> you suck. That's crazy. Do you ever break like small objects when you're in your hand? Whoa, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a stroke, man. That was Whoa. all those words went great in my head. <laughs> Nothing. Do you ever break small objects when they are in your hand? Like when you're just holding like a little stick, you're like a lot. No, I feel you break like stick. <laughs> you tell us you break stick. I mean, it's cool, man. I don't break sticks. Hey, man, I break sticks sometimes. <laughs> I've never broke a stick in my life. Don't you fucking lie to me. That <laughs> sounds like somebody's broke a stick. I've said... bro- broken a few sticks here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a habitual stick breaker. By your standards, but yeah. <laughs> but how many sticks are you breaking every day? Less than one. So that it's one every other day? <laughs> it's like half a stick a day? What kind of what kind of stick habit? I don't know. I click objects a lot. Okay. Yeah, there it is. I'm a clicker. Yeah. The one that when the fidget spinner came out. <laughs> I was whooping that thing everywhere. <laughs> and then I saw online that all of them were being advertised for people with ADHD and autism. And I was like, I'm just giving it away. <laughs> it's too obvious, man. I got to bottle that shit up. Did you ever get one of the Fake cubes? a conversation and get the hell out of here. One of what? One of the fidget cubes. Oh, it had like no. six sides of shit to do on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. Is it true that you get a lot of ass from doing the fidget spinner? No. Oh, okay. 
I guess no one ever said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were marketing to children. Yeah. <laughs> that would their, be an incredible side yeah. effect. Like, Flick their bean with it. <laughs> if you're fidget spinning, someone's going to fuck you. Like, <laughs> it's got a little disclaimer on it. Just a bunch of middle schoolers <laughs> like, come on. This claim is not approved by the FDA. <laughs> Just fidget spinning on their little prepubescent dicks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Doctors hate this fidget spinner. <laughs> Dudes can fuck all night. <laughs> yeah, if fidget spinners came out earlier, I would definitely put it on my dick. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get your dick stuck in anything? No. Yes. 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 Yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say me either. <laughs> I wrapped uh, <laughs> I wrapped a rubber band around my dick uh-huh. until it stopped having stretch. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost castrated myself. <laughs> and I ran, and I'm like, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> I got it stuck on my dick And my dad had to go in with scissors And like cut it off That's incredible I was like 16 He's yelling like We already <laughs> circumcised you What are you doing You were really You were 16 No I was, okay. no, I was, I was, I was really like, young What I was like 6 or something You, you yeah. got pubes <laughs> like, You're a fully developed man dad, dad. He looks just like this yeah, I can't fix it You're late on rent Yeah <laughs> There's a rubber batter. What are you doing, man? Dad, I'm going to be late for work. Can you please just cut this off? I don't have time for the argument, Dad. I just need this off my dick. Um, Both of my parents were in the room. They were like, oh. (laughs) Oh, little Eli. Little baby. "Ah." Oh, one time my mom was in the phone and she wouldn't pay attention to me, so I just shit on the kitchen floor. (laughs) And she's like, I'm like, mom, mom, mom. And she's like, uh. and I'm just like, mm. and she's like, oh my God, I got to go. Life hack. Yeah. <laughs> you want your parents' attention? <laughs> DIY. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awesome. I love when little pieces of your childhood bubble back up like that. I know. <laughs> like it's all repressed. And then they just, oh, what time I shit on the floor. <laughs> I was getting swifty 20 years before they were. <laughs> This is fun, man. Yeah, it's a good time. I don't want to stop recording, but big fun. We don't ever have to stop. <laughs> you can never. You got, leave. you got any shows tonight? I will live in here. Um, yeah, I'm doing the hotel, 18th over Austin. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've done it like four weeks in a row. Got a little riff residency going. Yeah, hell yeah. 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 Like yeah Bianca loves you. Are you doing that yeah. show? No, no. I was on it last week. Oh, good. That's why I saw him and lost my fucking mind. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was watching you on stage and I was like, I'm, this guy can fuck my girlfriend. I'm going to make this guy fuck my girlfriend. I'm going to make, I don't care if either of them want it. I'm going to hold them at gunpoint and make them have sex with each other. And then I was like, uh, I should stop doing that. Goddamn rip. But he does say that about every comic he loves. <laughs> when he sees a comic, he's like, I'm going to hold them at gunpoint and make them fuck my girlfriend. What crime is that? If uh, you make two people have sex with each other. Oh, I Ooh, coercion? You're fucking riff cuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's huh. Coercion. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, Tax you're fraud. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not it's rape. It's racketeering. Yeah. It should be. <laughs> no, I think it's rape. Probably. Because you're making someone out it's secondhand rape. Or is it side hand? <laughs> second hand you... is out of the end of the cigarette. Side hand is the stuff that doesn't get smoked. What if no, you second hire someone mouth. to rape someone? I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what if you hired a rapist on the dark web? <laughs> www.darkweb.com. Hello, I'd like one rapist, please. <laughs> Here's the address. I'll give you a Bitcoin. <laughs> 
I'm glad this is at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the already clicked off by now. Yeah. I think they left in the middle of that stick thing. <laughs> yeah. I had a stroke trying to say a sentence. They're like, all right, Mike's done. Why, why would you think I would break sticks daily? Because you were talking about all the negative self-talk, and I just imagine you bubbling with anger because of that. And if you have a little stick in your hand, you're like, oh, you want to talk shit? Yeah, dead stick. I get punched <laughs> in the face daily. I forgot. Oh, you do fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Not like at a gym or anything. He just, <laughs> he's just yeah. an asshole. Social experiments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happens if I punch this guy in the face? Yeah. It's for our new segment, Giggle Boys on the Street. Eli just assaults strangers. <laughs> Come here, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not doing well on TikTok, but they, <laughs> we're hoping that Facebook's going to love it. <laughs> it's more family comedy. <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I'm. Uh, you can YouTube Casey Rocket. I'm very active on Instagram. Instagram Casey Rocket. Perfect. That's it for me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you got any other shows? This will come out on a Saturday in like two weeks. Do you have any shows coming up you can plug or want to plug? Mm. So not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah. I don't know. It'll all be on Instagram. I I okay. got some comedy festivals coming up, but they're out of town. Go yeah. follow them on Instagram. Find yeah. case wrong. And and then go to patreon.com slash giggle boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give us money. Giggle boy. See you next week. Bye bye.